www.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> All right, welcome. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on mutinyradio.fm. Usually I have music. I put in a disc, and it decided not to play. That's okay. That's fine. Not everything has to be perfect all the time. Today I saw a dead bird walking on my way here. That didn't make me feel good about the world. Uh, So since no one wants to go first, I will do some of my new jokes, and then I'll come back here, and then we'll... um, We'll also figure out, like, you know, which microphones are doing what. Okay, so yay, clap for me. Yay. I've got new jokes, folks. Uh, the first one I wrote today, you know, I was uh, walking down the street and I went by one of those outdoor restaurants and they are Peruvian, I believe. They're playing some beautiful. Spanish music, and it went like, besos, 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 and I was like, that means kiss, right? And then it made me think about Jeff Bezos and how that bitch can kiss my ass, you rich fuck. Why I gotta pay so much money for Whole Foods? Why I gotta pay the whole paycheck? Come on. Thank you for taking food stamps, though. That really helps me out quite a bit. Uh, More new jokes, folks. Uh, (laughs) I recently had a little alcoholic issue. I drank a lot and fell on my face. And uh, and I had to get 15 stitches. And that was kind of a bummer. But it was free because I have Medi-Cal. And when they stitched up my eye, they actually, they gave me a little, like they took out a wrinkle in my forehead and they kind of gave me an eye lift. Uh, So I got a Medi-Cal facelift. It was free. Thank you, government. The only bummer is that um, I need to get drunk again so I can fall on the other eye so that I can get the other eye lifted. Or maybe next time I can fall on my chest so I can get a Medi-Cal boob job, right? Like I've always wanted to have those big old titties. You know, it's funny. I don't understand why women can get these huge boobs, right? Like they, they get and they're filled with water and they're these saline packages and they stick them on their chest and they're enormous. And they're so big and it stretches their skin and it's weird and they look like Barbie dolls and I just don't get it. And I feel like in the future, like they're gonna be some really confused archeologists. Because, you know, after the water wars of 2021, they're gonna find all of these like decomposed bodies, but they're not, they're still gonna have these huge water bags on their chest and they're gonna be like, what were they doing with that resource? Why were they? storing the water on their chests that doesn't make any sense at all. It's just like confused archeologists, like what was going on in the year 2021? They had no water, but boobs? I I think that they all become aliens in the future. I don't know what happens. Okay, this is crazy. Do vegans eat bread? Do you know vegans eat bread, right? Vegans, which doesn't make any sense to me because I bake bread all the time and you take yeast, and you make it alive, right? You add, you feed it, and then you enslave it, and you make it burp and fart, and make your bread puffy, and then you you put it in a hot oven, 
You literally murder cultures. Bread is some Nazi shit, you guys. Bread is some Nazi fucking shit. And vegans are eating it. These hypocritical, they're not just eating one animal, they're eating an entire culture of murder is what vegans are doing. Okay, one more new joke. I'm glad you guys are laughing at my new jokes. This, is very, this makes me very happy. Oh, this is the one. So I used to feel really guilty. I'm a smoker. I smoke pot, I smoke cigarettes, I'm terrible. And I used to feel really guilty about where I blew my smoke. But now your kid is wearing a mask, so I don't care. <laughs> I'm blowing my smoke any which way in this town. And the, and the beauty is that no one will give you shit for not wearing a mask if you're smoking or eating. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker. <laughs> Thank you. So much healthier, everyone. Uh, I've been Pam Benjamin. Yay! <laughs> My new jokes. Uh, yeah, so the, the phone was ringing. I wonder who that was. It doesn't matter. How much time did I do? I did four minutes. Does anyone have any comments for me or any, any of that? The microphone's out there if you want to say that if you, which ones you liked or didn't like or if you just want to be like, fuck off, that's fine too. <gasps> Hi, Luke Moore. More, more. Give me more Luke Moore. No comments for me? I was perfect? You are perfect. Oh, yay. Perfect. I don't know if that one works yet. Let's switch it with another one or something. I don't know. They're all on, so they should all work, but that uh, that one works. That works. That's good. Comment, Mike. I love it. It was so good. Oh, thanks. I'm trying to do... I didn't know, I didn't know if that um, uh, confused archaeologist boob job thing was going to work, but you guys all laughed, so I think I had to <laughs> talk around it a little more than I wanted to. I need to tighten it up, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Oh, the covers. So there's covers up at the top. There's, there's um, not only are there gloves, there's also mic condoms. There's some more in a little baggie if you want to open those up with your teeth, which I know negates the entire purpose of having a mic. I, didn't, I couldn't open those damn things. Um, all right. So in the house, we've got Luke Moore. We've got Will Brown. We've got Alessandra. We've got Henry. Are you doing jokes today? Not today. Uh, and uh, you could do the same set as last week. You're so new that everything is new. <laughs> and Jen Perez. And we might have, if we're lucky, we might be graced by a Sam Carroll. Um, hey, put, uh, are, are, you, are you standing up there because you're ready to go up, or are you not? Okay, everybody put your hands together. It's Alessandra! Yay! I'm going to have to. Hi, guys. I'm going to change my, my condoms. I'm going to put a hand job. They're just as easy and cute, which is a rubber glove, basically. That's how we call hand jobs. A rubber glove around the mic, which is perfect. The you know, look, the mic looks like a penis, and the hand is like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's more than, you know? So, um, yeah, I've never said this joke because I never talk about my age, but uh, I was born in the year of the moon landing. So now, if you don't know your history, that's also my favorite sex position. <laughs> so, uh, which is what I call basically, which is what I call it. I call it the moon landing. My little Apollo, it's landing on your moon face. <laughs> and the moon, <laughs> the moon is always associated with female. I'm not a lesbian, so I'm like, you guys, you'll have to go with the moon. You'll be the moon. Now, the part of the analogy where I sucked the cock, 
I wouldn't know how to put that, so it would have to be the flagpole. I'm like, and I, pay, I put the flagpole, and you know, I'm the polo sitting on your moon face, and I'm giving a hand job on your flagpole, whatever. Well, something, you know, something that can be tied up there. It's like the Apollo entrance, a little more tighter. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I don't have many more jokes, but I want to tie up a few. Like, for example, any one of you ever committed suicide? <laughs> and that's good. You probably failed. And that's one of the things that you're successful when you fail, right? You want to fail a suicide. Have you ever heard anybody say, oh, he was a very successful suicider. <laughs> he was so successful, he made it as his life, you know? He's made it, he made a big thing out of it. It's obviously never going to happen. So you better fail at it. And then you'll, you can always try again, but you know, <laughs> and keep failing, which makes you very successful. Then you'll know a thousand ways to die and never really die. Yeah, <laughs> it's a funny thing. It's like a new sport. Yes, killing yourself. <laughs> now we're all walking around like walking almost dead. You know, we're all trying every time we get out of the house, we're like, oh my God, I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> Just by touching somebody's hand or breathing their hair. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm Italian, but uh, yeah, I'm Italian. From this little town in the middle of it, it's called Rome. Yeah. But um, um, I've learned my English when I was actually in India, right? So you can understand that when you are like young and you go spend almost a year in India and you don't know one word in fucking English and you come back in Europe and you're speaking like that. And you have no idea that you're speaking like that until people ask you, why do you speak like that? Are you Indian? <laughs> and I'm like, no, why? Do I look Indian? I can make chai, though, but you know. <laughs> but that's a true story. <laughs> I learned English in India, and it was really funny because that accent stayed with me for years. And then I lived in Holland for a few years in Amsterdam, and people thought I was Dutch after a few years I lived there. So. Now I just, uh, now I, the people think I'm American because I've got my American accent. <laughs> I, uh, I even went to the doctor. I said, doctor, I think I'm crazy, you know, because uh, I want to be more American. It's like, uh, Miss Valentini, you, you just need to buy a pickup truck, get yourself a gun, and there you go. You got it, man. Get a hand, red hand, and you right, you right on, girl. Like, no, 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 you don't get it. I want to be normal. He's like, normal? Miss Valentini, look at this. You see this? You're Italian. <laughs> okay? Just go home and suck a car, cook a pasta. You're a sexist doctor, but I'll do just that because I love it. Okay. Thank you, guys. Alessandra <laughs> Valentini, everyone. Comments. Oh, you stay up there because for comments, if anyone has any comments. Uh, right. First, you know, there was no moon landing, so. Yes, I know that. Well, I know. No, Thank but, but you. That's a, I would, I would, I would work. I mean, I would work it in. I think, I think the whole concept is great with the 
your that your favorite position right. and that you're pussyfooting around what it is. Right. But I think there's got to be a joke in there somewhere. That is not end, moon landing. Which is that there wasn't a moon landing Thank and then you. there's something else happens. I was trying to avoid the anti-conspiracy theories that will laugh at me. But this is oh comedy, no, but so but if it. you connect it somehow to sex again, it'll be really funny. Right. Like if it's and there was no just like there was no moon landing, so there is no. Well, like there's no <laughs> orgasm. There like there's no <laughs> moon. Land, there's no O in moon or something. I don't ah, know. There's got to be great, some. Yes, yes, that's great. There's no if it doesn't yet. work, you can just say this joke isn't landing. Oh, oh. the joke. The joke. The joke isn't landing. It's the not joke. landing. Oh, that's so fucking is good. This that's awesome. Yeah. That's yes, a, that'll yes. save you from any save from any missed landings. Yeah. So if like you anybody say, yeah, believe in the moon landing. In the moon, the, the man went to the moon, something like that. And yes, I'll. Uh, yeah. You said that. a really funny punchline, but you kind of said it under your breath. I thought it was really funny where you said the walking almost dead. Oh. <laughs> like you're talking about people who are like about to commit suicide or something. I don't. Yeah, I can't that's, remember. That's good. Something that I can elaborate. <laughs> well, just but say it like louder. Just say it like the walking almost dead. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what the fuck that joke was about. It was so. Me Hard to understand. Laugh. I'll have to listen again and then see where the punch was. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. I'm right back. Okay. Thank you. Anybody more? No. Thank you. Clap your hands wildly for all those underbelly teams. Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. All right. uh, Coming up next, you guys want to? Obviously, Luke just walked out the door. So. does who wants to you want a mad dog to see who goes next oh right she's so great she was hanging out with me all day here at the station clap your hands together everybody it's jen perez I had to uh, I had to put on the condom just like uh, Alexander was saying I, I recently I, I purchased a, a Cuban sandwich from a local shop and um you know the funniest thing they I, I got the sandwich at home and they put the pickle on the side in a wax condom like a side piece pickle doesn't go on the side it goes inside the sandwich because it's loyal it's not a Cuban sandwich that's just a sandwich with a pickle on the side. <laughs> I felt like that was appropriate since I was putting a condom on this mic. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, uh, oh, you know, you know, it's the end of times when you see a Shamal commercial and, uh, and well, it's not your regular Shamal commercial. It's a, it's a Shamal mask commercial. And you know, it's the end of times when uh, the commercial says to you, forget the environment, save yourself. That is, that is what the commercial said. That's not even a joke. That is a real life commercial. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I uh, originally I'm from uh, I'm from New Jersey, and um, no, I also speak Spanish. Uh, the, the next time some come bola, which is a ball eater, ask me why I moved to California, I'm going to ask them why haven't they stopped eating balls? It's just, it's just that's a new one. It's just a new one. I, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you've, if you've hung out with your friends so much, just like we're out here at a um, joke workshop, but, y- but now it's so difficult. You don't know how to say goodbye to your friends. It's like playing the ultimate game of bop it. It's like, 
catch him. Elbow him. Catch him. I don't know. Maybe bow. Maybe bow. Bow like the Japanese. I, I have no idea. What are we doing here? We don't even know how to say goodbye anymore. Um, you know, I, I thought a cuck was a male feminist. Just, it's just a thought. Um, you know, you, you ever notice? You never ever notice how racist people have poor taste in fashion. Like, I mean, you know, you know, red red trucker hats. They, they went out of style the length of time it took me to Google it. Five minutes tops. Five minutes tops, they're still wearing those goddamn trucker hats. <laughs> oh, shit. Where can I go from there? Okay. Ever had a guy so far up your ass he's in your intestines? Oh, yes. Yeah. This dude? <laughs> that, bo that works both ways, doesn't it? Both fucking ways. Either way, either way, real or fake, all kinds of stuff up there. All right, let's see. Uh, hmm, dead air, dead air. Okay, um, you know, entanglement is the new pickup line. I don't know if you know this. Uh, my, my friend was telling me the other day, she was getting picked up, and this guy's flirting with her, and uh, he says, do you have a boyfriend? She goes, I'm married. And he says, well, are you interested in an entanglement? I mean, that's just... Just what's going on entanglement it's like i don't know does she she want to cheat on her husband who knows okay that's a jade and will smith reference all right uh let's see i'm just gonna try all these other new ones sure uh you know you're gonna have a great night when you're in your lift driver you get into your lift and the driver is playing jesus cristo music you're gonna get to your destination safely and with an upbeat sound about making a party with jesus cristo all right that's, that's a new one. I just found that one. Uh, you know, um, like I said, I'm from Jersey. The, the last time I was in, uh, in Jersey, I got stuck in, the New in Newark Airport. Uh, it was a delayed flight. And I was looking at the walls because, you know, I was there for a couple of fucking hours. And there was this quote on the wall. And it said, where would I be without New Jersey? Anywhere else but fucking here. That's what I say. <laughs> God fucking damn it. How, how dare they put that in an airport? Where would I be without New Jersey? Who the fuck says that shit? Honestly, it's the fucking armpit of the US. Like, honestly, it's the most corrupt state ever. I mean, clearly, California is kind of corrupt, but um, I think Jersey is, it might be worse. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. You know, I, you know I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start uh, describing all uh, dudes like their cars, like their old like cars, you know, it's like, I traded my car in for a new model. I mean, it's, you know, my, my old car is beat up, the terrible, kind of stupid, uh, wouldn't turn on, you know. I, <laughs> the clutch kept getting stuck. <laughs> and when, then when I finally turned it on, it never got me to the destination. Uh, it's that old putt-putt, it just never, just kept trying. It's like the little engine that could, just quite couldn't get it there. Uh, I traded in for a Tesla because I, I like money and uh, <laughs> and hopefully hopefully that Tesla can get me to my location in style, safely, quick, and with lots of money. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. The dude better be driving a Tesla. All right. Let's see. Oh my God! I went that through that so fast. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna end it there. Can't think of anything else. I'm Jen Perez. Thank you. new jokes are so funny yay <laughs> that bop it joke works fantastically that it worked great 
The only thing I would say, all the new stuff is great, um, but <laughs> slow down on the slow cuck down. joke because it's cuck. You just slow it down because you kind of yeah. like zoomed through it. Like yeah. it's a really funny line, but we have to hear it. So just oh, slow, okay. like stop after the word. I thought the word cuck right. meant and then uh, yeah male feminist then male feminist (laughs) because once you say the word cuck and let (laughs) it let it (laughs) no but that's why it's funny that's why it's funny because she did it just no that was the actual thought i had one day that's the same kind of comment i was gonna make yeah use it do it in the microphone yeah Yeah, yeah. i was gonna also make a comment about that joke because i didn't understand and it was definitely a need of expansion and too fast okay Cool. So just a little like relax because your f- jokes are funny <laughs> and like, you know give time for the mind to catch up because you're going from one to the next and the mind is like what did you just say yeah, yeah. and then you lose what in fact it was hard for me to keep track yeah so but that one the cup and it was cock because a feminist I thought you say cup oh, like a policeman like a policeman the policeman is a it's a feminist or something that okay that was and I was like hmm that joke I don't know something is missing. Yeah. But that's because I misheard. Yeah, I said it too fast. I know. Too I, fast. I, I okay, gotta, that's all. Slow down. And a lot of other jokes that you said, uh, but <laughs> there were so many, so maybe you have more. Yeah. Thank you, ahead. please. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you had a lot of it was really it was really good stuff today. <laughs> the car thing worked. Yeah, it was great. The Jesus Cristo, like the Uber ride, I was yeah. like into it. I was like, yeah, I want to hear about this like if you could like Sing a little oh, bit of yeah. it, or just give us a little bit more, because I was just sinking down, and then you moved on to the next thing real quick. Ah, and I was like, no, I want okay. more. I want that Uber ride with Jesus Cristo, the party. Like, what, how does Jesus Cristo party? Yeah. You know, like mm, it didn't end well for him, but he had a good time <laughs> up until then. Okay, thank he, you. That's, that's <laughs> my first time telling that one. <laughs> yeah, like the loaves and the fishes, water into wine. Yeah, like, he knows how to party. party. He knows how to throw a party. He can calm the storm. Mm. Hell yeah. Thank you. Oh my god, this is great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Clap your hands wildly for Jen Perez. Yay! Your next comic. He's been giving great comments already today. Clap your hands together for Will Brown. Yay. Thanks for hanging in there, y'all. <laughs> So I don't know about you guys, but I have been really um, stuck at home (laughs) trying to get through my to-do list. And meanwhile, all I want to really do is binge watch RuPaul's Drag Race. They give me life. I don't understand why. Like, I'm not like sexually into drag queens, but they're just doing everything that they want to do with a lot of hair and attitude. But anyway, so I was like, okay, well, I need to jazz up like my to-do list then. I need to get through my things I need to get done somehow. So I decided to invent for each chore that I have to get done, like a drag name to go along with it. So I can just like bring that fun, carefree lifestyle into the rest of my day. So like, you know, I finally made it to the bank. Check that off. I am Keisha checks, cashing checks in the bank. I stopped by the pharmacy to refill my, uh, you know, <laughs> nerve medication, and I am the drag queen known as Wanda Psycho. 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 She's psycho, so whatever. She's a funny drag queen. She's got to get her nerve pills. Uh, I finally trimmed the hair. Uh, I finally, I was like, you can't wait. For, when's the salon opening? When, I don't go to, when, when can I get a haircut from a professional person again? 
I had to take matters into my own hands. I finally trimmed my hair, but just the front that I could see. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Moletta Bangs. Okay, I finally got up the nerve. I don't like calling people in positions of authority, but I finally had to call the manager of my apartment complex about the leak. I am Karen Snowden. So you got to combine, you know, it's that fusion of masculine energy and feminine energy. Maybe that's what makes a drag queen so amazing. Maybe that's why transgender people are so like, they just want, you just want to look at them and talk to them and like find out what's up. I mean, I do. I'll speak from, I'll make an I statement since I'm a white person in California right now. Um, but so speaking of that, like, you know, this friend of mine, I just found out recently that I could file for uh, disability due to my mild colorblindness. I did not know that that was so debilitating until a friend of mine pointed out that like, it's for real, it's not genetic. And I know maybe you're wondering, are you talking about the colorblindness that like not woke people do, or is it like the genetic colorblindness? <laughs> and even if it is the genetic colorblindness, is it caused by, is it cultural colorblindness that we're talking about? Is it my other mildly debilitating issue of gay DD? <laughs> I don't know, but I know that I, I could probably use another nerve pill to balance the other one out sometimes. I want situational nerve medication. Um, but anyway, I'm going to throw a few situations out there. You tell me if you think that it's colorblindness due to not being woke or due to the genetic thing that had been passed down to you by your mom. It's actually, it runs in the mom. I think the mom gene gives it to you. I read up on it about it. Is it, can I, can I, is it the kind of colorblindness It's because I can't tell olive green from like cappuccino brown? It's like mild colorblindness. Because what happened, the way I realized that I have mild colorblindness is this boy that I was with recently, <coughs> he told me, like, I have some, like, auburn ginger pubes. And I was like, really? I always thought of myself as more of a blonde. And he's like, no, like, check it out in the sunlight. I mean, you know. <laughs> so did I not, was I not aware of that due to genetic colorblindness? Was it culture blindness? Was it just general blindness? Because I, I am getting, I'm getting a little old. Or was it due to gay DD? I'm usually distracted when I, uh, people are in that area. So I don't, I don't know which condition was affecting me. I think it's a conglomeration of different things, but... Uh, I also, okay, well, here's another situation. I didn't really realize that the guy checking me out at Safeway last night was Brazilian until, like, he got back to my apartment and I realized that he was actually Arab. Um, was it due to distraction or just genet just general, like, cultural dis not awareness? I don't know. What is, and then like maybe it was gay DD. He was a very handsome man. He was checking me out in the Safeway. I said, let's go. I live right up that hill right there. We can just walk together. It'll be great. I mean, you know, this was pre-COVID, everybody. Pre-COVID story. But what is gay DD? It's similar to ADHD. Uh, it's like ADHD, gay DD. They're very similar conditions, but uh, one is that you're just distracted, and then the other is that you're distracted usually by D, by like daddy D, college boy D, <laughs> bearded D. It's very distracting. 
And then there's Sunny D, which is just distracting because it tastes delicious. Who doesn't like some Sunny D? Okay, I think that's about my time. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much. I am Will Brown. Will Brown, everyone. Hooray. There's a microphone for comments for Will Brown. All right. I loved your set. It was great. I like the explanation of the gay DD and the the other word you use. I'm sorry. Uh, my attention span is so small. Um, <laughs> ADD. ADD. Maybe uh, you have it. Maybe probably. Have and I just want to add, like, you were talking about the trans people and, and uh, drag queens. And I'd say they have the best of both worlds. Mm. That's kind of like that can be like a tag or something along those lines. But mm. it was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Um, Wanda Psycho is super funny. I like that new one. I like the mullet one, too. That's great. The mullet, the hair, the hair joke. Um, when you get to the... I feel like this was probably the first time I've ever heard the color blindness and the cultural blindness, and it's an awesome concept, and just keep talking through it because you'll get... You'll shorten it up, and it'll be, like, awesome. And it was the same thing that, like, you were talking about the, the um, DDD, the dis- distracted, which is awesome. Um, but you'll find a way to, like, consolidate it. I liked the old man blind. The whole thing about the pubes was very funny. Um, and all that distracted stuff. Really good, great new stuff, because I'm sure you just wrote that this week. You didn't do it last week, so congratulations. That's, That's really awesome. It's really funny stuff. Thank you. Yay, Will Brown, yay! Does anybody Woo! else have comments? Yes, no? Maybe so? It was a great set. Thank you. Yay! Thank you for you. Donate. Donate. Sweet. Uh, we have we have one last comic. I don't mean to be like rushing us or anything, but we do want to we want to get to that Alameda mic. Like I actually have a ride, and I'm excited because that Alameda mic is hot as fuck, and um, I want to check it out. So I'm excited that there were a short number of people. But this is still the joke workshop, and we're all having a great time. And your next comedian, he's such a generous fellow. I bought the macadamia nuts today. I didn't have time to make the co- I'll make the cookies tomorrow, and um, he gave me a ride last night, and I promised him white chocolate macadamia nut pot cookies. Because uh, he's a king, and he drove he drove us all around last night. When we were drunk, it was fun. He was really, he wasn't. He was sober. But we were all very fucked up, and he's a wonderful human being, and also very, very funny. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Luke Moore! Hey, how's it going? Hey, is it anybody else here hungry? I had, to, I had to go buy some chips. That's why I was gone, but... You, you know, you ever get hangry? You know, that's why I was afraid of it's like getting so hungry that I'm angry or so angry that I'm hungry. I don't know which one. <laughs> but, yeah, some and then other days, you know, I feel horngry. You ever get horngry? That's where you're horny and angry and hungry and you just you don't know what you need. You know? I think horn. <laughs> <laughs> I think horngry, what it's called is bad mental health. Poor mental health. (laughs) Poor mental health. Yeah, like COVID slowed down my dating life. I think that was important. Because I was getting too horny. Too horny. How horny was I? I sunburned my dick. You know, that only happens to white people. You know why? Because only white people can get sunburned. Also, only white people have sex outside. Okay. Outside. Out in nature. 
How horny was I? I ate at Panda Express like th four days in a row. Hey, okay, I was horny, okay? I was horny. Okay. How horny was I? I was trying to hook up with this girl who had the same last name as me. Yeah. That was I did I did try to hook up with a girl. We had the same last name. Cause when you're horny you make excuses. You know? Everything is like, oh it's you know, you just compartmentalize everything. So this girl her, her last name is Moore, my last name is Moore. And I you know, I, I excused it as like you know, like it's a common last name. <laughs> you know, I mean like my first celebrity crush, you know, Mandy Moore. So, you know, it's okay. You know, and then there was Sarah Moore, my cousin, you know. So it's like, <laughs> it's completely okay, you know. It's completely normal. Yeah, we know a lot nowadays. We know that there's a thing called black people and their lives matter. And we know there's a thing called trans people you know, and I was, you know, I've listened to Rage Against the Machine extensively, and I respect the trans woman's rights to rage against her peen. You know, and that's just wordplay, but it's like I mean it, and and also Rage Against the Machine and tr trans rights are kind of non sequitur, so it's kind of weird to say, but there's. Really, it's like, I know I'm cis white scum, okay? And I, I know this because I've been called this on the internet. And so I know, you know, and I know that I'm not supposed to have white power, you know? And I know that I do have white privilege, okay? The, but there's three Ps of being white. A lot of people don't know. There's power, privilege, and pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of people don't know about white pleasure, but <laughs> white pleasure happens when you're all by yourself and you're in your room and you turn the lights off. You know what? Let me just say that white pleasure is like drinking a warm glass of milk and not cow milk, goat milk. And if, you, if you're veg, then oat milk. Take... <laughs> Take the G off. All right, that's what White's being like. Thank you. Good night. Yay! I didn't know where you were going, but goat milk, oat milk is very funny. Yay! Um, the same last name thing is so great. All that horngry stuff is funny. The cousin line was awesome. And I love how you keep calling back to this fake quotation thing, like through the whole set. I thought that was really funny <laughs> that you like kept... Because when you first start with that, with like the... I'm like, what is he gonna? It's you. It's like the the twist, the circumvention on the joke is that, like you, we think you're gonna be super racist, and then you're just silly, or like absurd almost. Well, so I, I like, like your absurdism. I like beating around the bush and like being like I'm about to be racist or whatever, and then just like not say anything. You know, I like beating around the bush. That's funny. I like it builds tension. And yeah, then I like your tension. I like, I like this I like tension. the quote things because that's just like ironically being ironic, <laughs> like sarcastically being sarcastic. So it's that's pretty weird. You're creating tension. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the air quotes thing, I was kind of like, is it like when you, did you put air quotes around it and then you kept going with it because it's like when you like squeak on your chair because the, squ- the chair's leather and everything's you farted, so you have to m- keep making the noise over and over again? Like, that's how it felt. I was like, is he doing, keep doing air quotes because he sh- knows he shouldn't have done air quotes the first time he did air quotes? <laughs> the or air quotes are inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm like offensively doing air quotes. I'm like doing it, like talking about like groups of people. So it's like, but I just feel like that's kind of like how, like, I guess it's like kind of like not to be like anti-woke or anything, but I'm kind of like poking fun at wokeness where it's like, there's all these like keywords and there's like, you know, these like, you know, I just feel like it's, it reduces people into little categories, boxes, little things that we can, yeah, into the little boxes. Got it. Sweet. It was great. You're you're super hilarious. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody. Luke Moore, yay! They can catch us. Yay, and then yay. Yay, and then yay. We have one last comedian. She just came in the room. It's super exciting. I think she has some new jokes, too. Or maybe, maybe. I had, I had new jokes. I was really excited today. I, I got to do a set at the top. Put your hands together right now, though. She's very funny. It's Rachel Pinson. Hello, I just walked in. Um, hey, hey, Alessandra. <laughs> it was nice to see you. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking last week, uh, there was a, a comic told me, because I was leaving with Alessandra, like, tell her I have a crush on her. And I was too drunk to remember who it was, but I wasn't too drunk to remember they said that. <laughs> I was like, I guess we just have to assume everybody has a crush on Alessandra, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. <laughs> I keep going through this thing with this mask in public of like my glasses fog and then I raise my glasses up and then I'm like touching my face too much. I'm like adjusting my mask. I don't feel safe. Um, that might be a joke. I don't know. Mask culture is cool. Uh, I think what I like about it most is that my boss can't smear my beer breath. You know, <laughs> that work. We're all, we all used to wear masks, but now we're more upfront about it. And that's kind of cool too. Oh, shit. Okay. I got invited to this dinner party, but it wasn't a dinner party. It was actually a Donner party, and I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food. You know, it was a long winter. I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit. <laughs> I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste, you know? <laughs> I eat babies, like, I realize this, like, like premature babies, like super, super preemie babies, like still sperm, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, mask culture. I saw this guy wearing a mask, shooting up heroin. It's like, okay, you're gonna protect yourself from COVID, but you're raw dogging needle, you know? Like, obviously he's wearing that mask for my health, you know? For my protection. (laughs) Oh man. We were talking last week about how everyone like romanticizes vampires. Like vampires are sexy. Like, why 
don't we like romanticize zombies? Why can't zombies be sexy? And like, if you have sex with a zombie, but they don't bite you, can you turn into a zombie? Like, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, you'd probably have to put a muzzle on them <laughs> to get that to work. I don't know if like fluids spread COVID. I don't know if it spreads being a zombie. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I, I think we can have some sexy zombie movies. That's what's been in my mind, you know, important issues. Like, sexy zombies. <laughs> Men be like, why are all the women I have sex with always mad at me on the same day? I don't get it. Like, are their periods synced up or something? <laughs> that joke's for me, not for you. <laughs> I think that's all I have, but thanks for listening. Two jokes by Rachel Benson. They were, that was all hilarious. That was great. I think that that zombie joke can be much longer, but it's starting hilariously. Um, but all those, other, you heard the clap breaks. I mean, obviously we thought that was super funny. Comments? Anybody want to give her yeah. great compliments? I want to tell you the, the one about my joke that you, the, about the guy having a crush on me. Because <laughs> I'm old and you can say he has probably have a granny fetish or something like, <laughs> or a grandma, <laughs> or a stepmom fetish. Which really is didn't like happen something. Last, last I'm, yeah, I'm going to use that in one of my jokes. Like all those guys having the stepmom <laughs> fetish. Like maybe it's the people with the stepmom fetish that Pam has been searching for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I need stepmom fetish for porn. But I think zombie porn would be a lot of fun. And that you know why? Because they could do the they could do the Michael Jackson dance in the middle. And they can rip off their limbs and use that for all kinds of crazy things. Hell yeah! You ever gotten fucked by a wrist? <laughs> <laughs> if you got fisted, have you got wristed? It's oh shit! It's a little different. You don't get fisted, you get wristed. That's wow. All right, that's why we do this, right? We're working it out. Like. It incorporates amputee porn. There's so many different yeah. angles. I mean, it's a great. I think there's a. I think there's a full-length feature, if not a series, behind this <laughs> idea. The sexy zombies. Zombie cock one. <gasps> the cock is removable. <gasps> yes. The cock is, is easily removable <laughs> because you could have to decay. Because there so a zombie. Once you remove it, you gotta. <laughs> you gotta grab it. Go grab it too hard, cause then you got. Yeah, okay, that's Ooh, fun. it's like oh dangerous. Boy. It's dangerous. Now I'm thinking about. That's gonna be a fun joke. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm looking out. Can zombies Can come? Can zombies come? Does it? Does it matter? Yeah. Well, they sound like they're coming all the time. They sound like they're coming all the time. They sound like. Zombies are fucking sexy as fuck, bro. I was going to say, I love it when people chew on my neck. Oh, I yeah. mean, the whole protection thing could really solve that issue for me. Because I don't like piercing the skin, yeah. necessarily. But, yeah, like you know. Oh, yeah, yes. dental dams. Some kind of dental dam or <laughs> something. That was great. That was, that was fun. All right, thanks, everyone. Hey, everybody, thanks so much. That's been Rachel Pinson. All right. Well, I believe that uh, we're heading out of here. We're going to go to... Fucking Alameda, which is going to be a lot of fun. So um, thank you all for being here at the Joke Workshop. It's every Monday. And um, yeah, every, on Friday we have an open mic at 6. We have a show at 7 outside, uh, distanced. And we'll see you guys next time here on Joke Workshop, mutinyradio.fm. Thank you so much for donating. I really appreciate it. Like leave a space. Like just take a beat before you. Because you have a couple punchlines in there that are like.
she's been looked at too much and that that's like because you don't expect you to say that and when you do so try to break up that sentence and give us a second to give let us think what we think you're going to say and then when you say something different then we laugh does that make sense because it is funny Mm -hmm. but you just have to it's just the timing of it i've i've been rushing a lot um i only really have one thing and it's said at the beginning and you go oh if you do it for longer it's funny i think but i know you only have four minutes mm-hmm. but if you just did that for like a minute <laughs> and then you broke it with o'reilly's i just think that would like kill oh man and especially you can like sort of walk around like you were, but really walk around like you're actually sort of b- blessing the space yeah, like some yeah, weird yeah. hippie and weirdo. Because it's the bomb. It's like or the thing you move around in the bowl, the stick in the bowl thing. And here's what I'm saying that is because, Pam, you remember Lee Cox at the El Rio show? He did this. Oh. And then there was something word, and I don't even remember what word, but it was the funniest part of his set. And it fucking killed, and he was a really funny guy too. Um, not to plug him in your joke. <laughs> But yeah, um, you could, and then you can sort of, because you know how th- when they bless the space, all those hippie weirdos, they like get the sage and fucking, you can kind of, yeah, you can kind of like dance around a little bit. And oh yeah, yeah, definitely. If you ever, you've always allowed to smoke joints in here, so you can always do it with a joint mm. if you want. That's cute. Yeah, I like your opener, man. I, g- I think it's you. really cool. Uh, and I, I think it does a good job of setting your tone, uh, setting the tone for your act. Um, because, um, and, and I mean this, that's a compliment. But like a lot of what I enjoy about what you do is that you're really taking me into a point of view that I, I normally don't exist in. Like it's like we're going to go enter the dis- you know just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be going into like your point of view, right? Like how you see the world. So I I think that's like definitely keep that opener. Um and I think in a lot of ways um you're the the only I'm, I wouldn't I don't have any suggestions for jokes. The only thing I have is just like I remember once I saw you. I think it was the day after Christmas at Delirium, and you had like a magnificent set. And I think I think the reason why you resonated that day was because you legitimately just felt like it, it looked like you were really just enjoying being silly on stage, and it had this kind of weird like liberty to it. And I think that um, sometimes you, your voice can uh, like quiver. And like I know that's a very difficult thing to like kind of like over uh, you know like fix. I I stutter all mm. like right now. I and fake it. <laughs> oh, you fake it, really? Yeah. Well, I just think that for whatever reason, I like it would make the audience feel more comfortable if they knew that like you're doing this, like you're purposefully like bringing us into this like weird space and this like fun silly space. Mm. And there's something about like. I remember once I heard this thing that it's like 80% of communication is mostly like body language. It's not even the words that, like most of the time people just pick up on your vibe. And so I know it's a hard thing, but like that's the only suggestion I would have is just like try to get yourself to a place where it's just like, I'm just going to have fucking fun up here. This is just a play. And I think that especially you just, I mean, your name is Pancake. Like how could it not (laughs) be fun, right? Like so that's my main suggestion. And it's great. I love your opener. Thank you. Thank everyone. Clap wildly. It's Pancake.
All right, your next comedian, he has a great show here at Mutiny Radio on Sundays from 2 to 4 called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with your next comedian, Mike Spiegelman. Someone left their Bill Hicks book here. Oh, you did? I know, and I'm going to do half the jokes. You basically uh, just changed everything to cell phone, and then no one knows you've been ripping off Bill Hicks for the last four or five years. Am I right with that Jay Leno? Too bad he died before his jokes. His jokes didn't age well sometimes. Hi, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm talking shop as my uh, opening. I'll even go further. A lot of comics won't shake my hands anymore. They just they knuckle bump. And I say, are we not shaking hands because of the coronavirus? And they say, no, we never respected you as a comedian. <laughs> it's not worth our effort. I uh, had very pacifist parents, and I had a compromise growing up. They let me play paintball, but I was only allowed to paint murals with the paint, so I wasn't actually allowed to shoot it. So draw a picture of my friends dying. <laughs> War is bad. And when we play laser tag, I got to be scorekeeper, I got to say. Four to three lo uh, loss of lives, because I was a pacifist parent growing up. Uh, I never understood lasers. When do they stop? Like, when do lasers stop? If I shoot a laser at you, if it's at the speed of the light, do you see it? Never understood that. Never bothered to write a joke about it. I interviewed at uh, Salesforce today to be CEO, and the recruiter just looked at me, what are you even doing in this office? How are you qualified to be president of Salesforce? Oh, I said, oh, I, I'm a dead ringer. Everyone I know, they always call me boss. Hey, boss. What's up, boss? 250, boss. Huh? Nobody says buddy anymore. I have to be condescending as boss. And uh, it's, it's getting really bad. My boss even calls me boss. He's like, hey, morning, boss. Fucker. I don't like that either. I, uh... I miss entertaining. You know what? It used to be like a fun house. was a, a day's entertainment, right? You walk into a house and the floor moves. Holy shit, I'm so glad I paid $15 for that. I'm having fun. I wrote a bunch of stuff I want to try out. And I have some old stuff. I like, uh, you guys ever been to Playland on the beach? Or I would love to be in Playland on the beach. You know in San Francisco, there used to be a play amusement park and a bathhouse. There's a roller coaster and the bathhouse, and the best part of it is that you can see all the naked bodies when you're up. You're like, wee! And then you go downhill. I shouldn't write jokes about this neighborhood, huh? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, it's because this, this neighborhood has the best taquerias. My favorite taqueria is right down the street, Jack in a Box. You know it? I went in there, I said, I'm a monster taco. And they said, we're out. I said, well, give me something comparable. And they kicked me in my stomach. Took a shit like nobody's business. You know, uh, uh, oh, you know, I, 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 I got into an argument and I said, I kind of just said my mind, which is not really appropriate. And this woman goes, God, Mike, you know, that language makes baby Jesus cry. And I was really kind of upset. And I said, you know what? It's a fucking baby. I mean, a loud noise makes baby Jesus cry. I don't need to. I am uh, Jewish, uh, as you can tell from the Jufro. Some people don't uh, see the Jufro, and they're like, are you Italian? No. 
I'm Jewish. You Greek? No, if I was Greek, my hair would be on my back. <laughs> I went in, uh, and then people are always like, uh, hey, Mike, Merry Christmas. And I'm always like, yeah, no. And they're like, oh, and you can see the wheels spinning. They're like, oh, happy Hanukkah. They're not the same. They're just really not the same. I don't go up to somebody and say, hey, Shabbat Shalom. They're like, I don't understand. I'm not Jewish. Oh, well, uh, TGI Friday. <laughs> go Fuller House. That truly is a fuller house for me to watch. Thanks, Pam. One more. I just want to try. So I, I wrote down all my jokes, and some of them I like. Some of them I avoid like nobody's business, like these nacho jokes. You know, before I go, this is a great space. This is one of the few places in San Francisco that doesn't double as a sex club, and I appreciate that, Pam. <laughs> I worked at a... a a spot in the early thousands uh, called Spanganga, and the only way the guy could make money was to have these orgies. And I, w I worked it. You know, I didn't do anything explicit. <laughs> I just would walk around and photograph people climaxing and then try to sell them the picture when they're leaving. <laughs> you want a photo plate? And then people would be like, hey, I lost a dildo. And I'm like, huh, do you remember the last place you put it? All right, well, that's been, I should have stopped in two minutes ago. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Thank you. Yay! Strong finish from Mike Spiegelman. That from TGI Friday on. That was really, really great. I, all I have is like smiley face. The Jack in the Box joke is really great. The TGI Friday, that whole thing at the end with the sex club. Get, should we make, I mean, mutiny, that's why I originally painted the window is so that we could like film porn here or something. Uh, other comments for Mike Spiegelman? Can you turn the nest off? Yeah, I can, yeah. well, I can use the nest, or I can use, I can oh, do right. anything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that orgy joke is fire, man. Oh, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I was actually, I thought you were going to go into, like, a lost and found situation or dilemma. Like, like, you can, like, you can collect everything, but nobody wants it back. Yeah, that's great. I <laughs> yeah. like that better. Yeah. I have a, ba a box at the end of the day. Yeah. Is someone smoking pot? I think we're uh, good. I, I, had, I had all positive oh. things. What did I put at the you beginning? Know, you know I, I was just thinking when you were talking. Am I, is it my up right now? You're good. Yeah, oh, you're is good. Okay. I was just thinking when you were talking about I was doing Bill Hicks jokes in the yeah. beginning. Um, there's like there's cover bands for musicians, but there's no cover bands for comics. Like there's no cover comics. Yeah, that's good I don't have anything else to say except that, but I don't know. Well, you haven't seen Dwight's hack. That's probably... Saying he rips off comics. I'm done. Am I? Thanks. Oh, I set up my mic. There's a thing. There's a thing called jokey that they do. There's jokey And uh, you, they, you do. It's like karaoke, but you do other people's jokes. So oh. you can do like it's they give you the yeah. They give you like Sarah Silverman's jokes or something. Oh, there's Dwight. Like I just he said that maybe someone should cover a comedian's jokes, and I said Dwight does that already. <laughs> Any other comments for Mike Spiegelman? He had a good set, funny stuff. Yeah, you missed it. Lasers. How the fuck do they work? Clap Mr. your hands Dwight. together, everybody. <laughs> it's Mike Spiegelman. The, the funny thing is, like, I would totally, like, do weird sex stuff here, but I can't sell anything. I'd be like, oh, it's just free sex. Like, I don't know. I'm a socialist. I'm like, I don't know how to sell anything. So it would be, and I don't know how the YouTube page works either. All, I, I, all right. Uh, your next comedian. Oh. Uh, this is her first time here. I'm super excited uh, that she's joining us. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kelsey Cooper. 
Cropper, cropper, sorry. So I went on a date the other day, and the guy told me that I was really funny for a girl. So I told him I had so much fun for a last date. But I feel like the older that I've gotten, the more dating feels like deal or no deal. I know there's a million dollar box out there somewhere, but there's also a one cent box, and each passing year that goes by, it feels like we're getting closer. Banker keeps calling, are you ready to settle? And you know your married friends are on the side saying, no deal, no deal. They like feel like they get to pretend that they didn't set or that they found the million dollar box. It's like, all right, Steve uh, might get a discounted anthropology, but he's still only an assistant manager. Only need to hear so much from you. I feel like when I was younger, I kind of viewed dating with rose-colored glasses, but as I've gotten older, now I kind of see everything through jade-colored glasses. Um, a cousin of mine recently um, said, oh, my boyfriend dedicated a book to me. And young me would have been like, oh, that's so sweet. And older me is like, what's the book called? Because, you know, if it's dedicated to, um, you know, Susan, who I can never spend enough time with, and it's a mystery novel, then that's really sweet. But if the book is called Learning the Art of Time Management, then that's just passive aggressive. Or if you have a book that's, you know, dedicated to um, Lisa with her unusually large heart, and it's a romance novel, then that's, that's sweet. But if it's you know, a book about dieting, then it's a different story. It's just a sign the fridge is going to be empty for the foreseeable future. Um, has anyone else been uh, trying to get their taxes together recently? Anyone else feel like it's kind of like playing a weird game of the price is right? The rules are flipped. You can go over, but you can't go under this time. Um, but I do feel like I now finally understand what it's like to be a guy whose girlfriend is mad at them, that they're like, okay, so, so how much do I owe you? And the government is just kind of back like, no, no, I want you to figure out how much it, you owe me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, TurboTax is kind of like the girlfriend that pretends they're helping. They're like, give me all of your, you know, text messages and social media postings for the last six months. I'll figure it out. But they're also secretly the person that told your girlfriend they should be mad at you in the first place. All right, that's all I've got for today. <laughs> Kelsey Cropper, everyone, yay! Yay, and then yay! Is that your first time ever doing comedy? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just, I just, just your first time here. I, well, I've done it one more time here. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, cool. I'm definitely a beginner. <laughs> you look, you look like, um, you're, you look really familiar, like, like you're on, like you're a Disney TV star. Oh, Has anyone ever said, there's some Disney actress, I nanny for kids, and you look <laughs> like one of the people that's on, like, a Disney show. Okay. Anyway. Is it Lizzie McGuire? That. No, that's that's yeah. an old one. It's a it's it's a newer one. It's you know what it is? It's the dog with the blog. I know exactly what it is. It's a blog? show called Dog with a Blog, and there's a little there's a girl on it, and she's been in other Disney shows too, and she's darling. Okay. And I, you look <laughs> just like her. It's weird. Um, I got lost once. You said assistant manager. I was like, where are we in this story? I was All lost. Right. Well, just so, but it's something. So I was following your joke. I'm like, okay, dating's hard. She's dating a guy. Okay, is he the assistant manager? I just, and it, I, I don't know what happened. I just lost you. What okay. is, what was the so crux the, of that the joke? joke use the, like use the microphone. The show, Dear Old Nerd. There you go. 
in the show Deal or No Deal, you have all these people on the side that are like, no deal, no deal. And like people that are in relationships tend to do that. They're like, no deal, no deal. And but their like relationships aren't that great. Like they're not the ones that like held out for the million dollar box. Oh. And so then I just tried to use an example and it didn't land in that so spot. So the example of was like, about the oh, your manager. boyfriend just oh. like works like he's only an assistant manager or whatever. I don't know. Like some I can play around with examples if I don't cut it all together. Well, so <laughs> and the the example you're looking for is something that it's like sort of mediocre and shitty. Yeah, you're exactly. For something. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. Now I see where you're going. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say slow down. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, I was going to say the concept of settling in a relationship is very funny to me. Uh huh. Um, especially if you notice some Everything. flaw about yourself that you see uh, accelerating like a gray hair or something, and you'd be like, oh, fuck, I guess I got to take that $250 <laughs> briefcase. I love that, like, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I liked all your jokes that were um, uh, about like kind of the um, the transactional value in relationships. Uh, it got, I, I, totally, I totally get that. <laughs> um, I like the... Um, your, your last joke, I think it was, where you were talking about um, doing your taxes and how it's kind of like, a, you were making an analogy to like how it might be like being in a relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that, um, this is just like a structured thing, you mentioned the price is right first, right? It would go, like, I think you said the premise and then you went price is right and then you did like the analogy to the uh-huh. girlfriend. And I think if you just cut the price is right part and go straight to the analogy. It still makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you. I guess maybe there is a way to set it up and like mention the price is right thing before the premise, but uh-huh. that was my only suggestion. Just because I was like, oh, I think that would punch harder. Like uh-huh. the, the the joke would just hit harder if you cut the price is right part. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, I would say slow down. But one of the thing that's really great about you is you're really still and grounded. You don't like sway back and forth. You're not like pacing or walking or doing any weird bouncing or anything like that. Uh-huh. You're just really still, and that's <laughs> that's really good. Oh, thanks. Um, and I like that whole passive-aggressive girlfriend angle on that last joke. All right, thank you. Hey, everybody, clap your hands together. It's Kelsey Cropper. <laughs> All right, moving right along. We have another new person to the room. Make them feel welcome. Put your hands together for Mike Gramillion. Yeah, thank you, and uh, this actually is my first time here. Um, I'll take this off. Um, and yeah, no, great great jokes, everybody. Sorry I haven't been able to give you any feedback. It's like, it's my first time, so I'm kind of like thinking about it. I was like, ugh, kind of stressed out a little bit. Um, you know, I think this is, a, this is a great thing about being in like your late 20s, early, early 30s, is it gives you more of a license to kind of gripe and be generally negative about life, right? And so that's, that's kind of what I'm here, here for, uh, a little bit of griping for you. Um, I'm glad uh, Kelsey kind of set the stage here. Um, something that, you know, really gets me right now is committed relationships. Uh, and, you know, as I've gone through life, I've, I've tried to uh, purge myself of those people who are in happy committed relationships, um, mostly because their uh, continued happiness brings me deep internal pain. Um, but one, one thing that's been getting my goat recently, uh, do people still say getting, getting my goat uh, and turning into my dad? Um, but people who will use the phrase, you know, my significant other is my partner in crime. Um, I saw this just yesterday on, uh, on Instagram, right? And I think we all know the exact 
type of person who says that, um, there's a very clear type of basic white girl. Sorry to stereotype. Um, but you know, the person who writes that uh, is a person who has never in their life done a serious crime. I mean, best case scenario, 20 years from now, this person is maybe gonna have an opioid addiction, uh, maybe they're paying for their children's test scores, but really that's the highest that person's gonna get. Um, I think maybe, you know, maybe the real issue here is that my standards are too high. You know, but I, I feel like if you're gonna say that, you need some sort of real crime. Um, you know, this is the sort of Instagram post that I wanna see. I wanna see someone say, happy birthday, Dave. Uh, remember that time you robbed a 7-Eleven with a pocket knife and then I had to perjure myself in court as your alibi. Uh, it's been a great three years, hashtag love you. Um, or you know, remember the time that you and I posed as insurance agents and we went to that retirement home and uh, came away with five grand from all those people who didn't know what was going on. You know, and I can get behind that. Um, you know, you really own the whole partner in crime thing. So you know, now I'm faced with this dilemma on social media. Um, do I comment and risk being marked as an asshole? I mean, I guess, you know, not risk. <laughs> you make a comment like that, you're the asshole. Um, but I guess what I, what I want to say is something like, you know, Kayla, you know, someone writes like, you know, a happy birthday to my partner in crime. And I want to write, write uh, you know, Kayla, really the only crime you're committing here is flooding my timeline with these horrible take me back posts where you think your, th your thighs look skinnier than normal. And that's it. Thank you, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Yay, Mike Vermillion. Your name is hella cool. Thank you. Yeah, did I pronounce it right, Vermillion? That is 100% correct. I'm so happy that I pronounced it right. Um, you, you have a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of, like, buried, buried gems. And um, you just have to cut all the other stuff. So, like, um, the whole thing about you hate, you can just start with like, ugh, people in committed relationships, I hate them. Because, and the I funny do, part yeah. was I wrote down the funny line. The funny line is, uh, because their happiness brings me deep internal pain. <laughs> so like, it's gotta be like, set it up, something about committed relationships, another line in between, and then, because their happiness brings me deep internal pain. Yeah. And then you can go straight into, and it, but when they call their partner in crime, and then all that stuff is that that they've never commu committed a serious crime. That's yes. funny. Thank um, you. And uh, the uh, the real, and then the, with the real crimes, I think that you can make a real crime like m more inflated. Like mm. you can, because you're already telling a story, so sure, you sure. can just make it like absurd. <laughs> okay. Maybe a crime or. Um, but that your ideas are all good. You just have to like go through your script and just like cut everything. And I don't know if cut you had it all flock. written down, but write it down exactly how you want to say it. Okay. And then go through it and cut out every unnecessary word, and then read it again and see if it still makes sense. Mm -hmm. And because then you're, because but you're starting out, so that's good. So you're talking around things, and you kind of have sure. to do that yeah. to find things like their happiness brings me <laughs> deep internal pain. Yeah, I already knew that from the beginning. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. So yeah. No. I, thank you. Cut, yeah, it, just cut it down, focus it, truncate. only say the funny stuff, <laughs> get right. rid of the rambling. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, if you if you haven't <laughs> written it all out yet. No, that's fine. Yeah. But there's funny stuff in there. That's good. Thank other you. Other thank comments? You. 
Uh, I totally agree with Pam. I think that you have some funny ideas, but you just kind of have to like cut the fat off of it. Yeah, I I yeah. thought that the examples you came up with were pretty funny with them, like uh, like robbing the old people and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah, you kind of have to like you know record the set, see where people laugh, and kind of like get to that faster. Yeah. And uh, and also you definitely don't have to apologize for stereotyping because uh, we're all doing that in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. I was looking directly at uh, Kelsey there. That, yeah, that, no, was, that wasn't really a part of anything. Yeah. No, Thank it's you. always good to be unapologetic on stage and then wait till after to be like, I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked uh, your joke about social media. Like, the line specifically, do I risk being marked as an asshole? Yeah. Um, which I was just like, oh, I can totally relate to that. We're, uh, just Can you take me through that part again? Like, like what, what led you to that um, question? Yeah, it's like, do I make kind of a, a mean comment calling them out for saying partner in crime and saying how unrealistic that is. Yeah. You know? So basically you're, yeah, it's like, do I let this slide? Like it's yeah, almost like it's being a sheriff on their shit. Like, I'm, yeah. Or do I mean, it's like, you know, whatever social media. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that that to me, that was just like, Oh, I relate to that part the hardest. Yeah, and I would be yeah. interested to know how you could experiment with that idea. Okay. Um, yeah. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Other comments? Yeah, I just have one stupid one. When you're talking about like how far up the crime ladder like these white girls will go, mm -hmm. like uh, it's just heroin, and at one point you say like that's the highest they'll get. Yeah. And maybe just like play with that, like uh, you know, like the highest these girls will get in crime is just being being high on opiates. <laughs> like I said, that's all the. Yeah. the it, it's yeah. a great high. Uh -huh. It's a great high, but fuck them. Like. So like kind of playing off. The highest is getting yeah. high. And okay. also it's kind of like partner in crime is such an overused thing with girls. Yeah. That like I love how that's the thing that sets you off because <laughs> there's probably a lot more reasonable things that piss you off. But just sure. something that small like got angry about it or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Okay. Like, all right. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, man. Other comments? Clap your hands together, everybody. Mike All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, one of my favorite guys on the scene. Clap your hands together for Dwat Mai. Thank you, thank you. I was uh, driving over here and I saw this uh, this little toddler. She ran out of the house and she ran down the block and there was uh, with no parents following her. So I thought I gotta protect her, you know, make sure nobody kidnaps her, like kind of follow her, you know, make sure she's safe. So I'm driving like real slow and uh, like everywhere she goes, I go and. I realized I look like the kidnapper. You know, somebody might harm me. I don't know. That's me telling a story. Anyways, <laughs> enough of stories. Um, I was thinking about, uh, you know how, I, th I think we should bring back feet binding, Chinese feet binding. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Let's do it, you know. And then for, for the girls and the boys, you know, and then bind their teeth, give them braces, you know. Why not? And then, and then ground them. You know, and then chain them to the radiator, you know, and then uh, <laughs> and make them meditate. You're not going anywhere, even in your head. You're not going anywhere. Anyways, uh, that, that was all right, right? <laughs> Anyways, oh, uh, man, I found some weed today. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was just scattered. Somebody dropped a whole bunch of weed and I 
And I was like a bird, and like now I'm high. <laughs> hey, I think all 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 uh, Supreme Court justices do is just say yes or no, right? I can do that. Like, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, hang on. What did you say? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's go and drink. You know, you know when you're in a bathroom stall, you're afraid of people looking at your shoes, right? If you were a basketball player, <laughs> right? Everybody knows that, right? But if you were a basketball player, you would have something else to worry about, right? The shoes, and then when you flush the toilet and stand up, everybody sees your face. You know? Like, Yao Ming, could you wash your hands and then sign my balls? <laughs> okay. That's, that joke started all right. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a play-by-play -play of what I'm doing. Anyways, hey, you know how people get their heads chopped off? I was thinking if uh, that was me, I would like to be placed face up because I don't like surprises. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, uh, if you put me face up, I will attempt to break the record for most blinks after beheadment. Believe it, it's 30. Help me. I think, uh, I think, you ever seen like gymnasts, right? You know how they're short, right? I want to see a tall one, like a real tall one, you know? So tall that they're on the balance beam and then they fall, and right before their crotch hits the beam, uh, they land on their feet. <laughs> like, safe. You're safe. You're disqualified, but you're safe. I, I was looking for a tall homeless guy the other day. I found none. No tall homeless people. I mean, that's how good life is for tall people. You're too tall to hit rock bottom. <laughs> like, there's always going to be somebody willing to let you sleep on the couch in exchange for just standing next to you. I love you. <laughs> you want some drugs? You're going to be with me forever. <laughs> I'm keeping him or her, whatever your preference is. Anyways, I, I walked by a store today. I saw a sign that said, "No, we now accept EBT. And I thought, uh, I don't like that sign because what they're saying is we don't want poor people in here, but since times are tough for us, why don't you come on in? We now accept you. Come on. Water under the bridge. Come on in. It's raining. It's going to rain. Come on. Come in. We need your money. All right. You know how people are, uh, they don't like uh, food stamps or EBT? What if you bought a bunch of food with EBT and food stamps and then uh, you made a big dinner, you know, and then you all invite all the people who don't like it over and they eat, you know, and they fill themselves, you know. Then you make an announcement, it's bought to you by the government. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to my joke. I, I ran out. Uh, thank you for all the ears of eight. No, that's 16. What am I doing? Anyways, thank you. Dwat my everyone with a bunch of new jokes. Yay. Uh, I, I like your feet binding idea, but I feel like before you go into the whole braces and all the other radiator stuff, that you need to say one line about why we should bring back feet binding. Oh. Like just one, because some people don't even really know what it is. Yeah. So like, and then you go men or women, or men, women or men, but mm -hmm. just like one little thing about okay. why feet binding is great. I mean, you get, you get to be carried around on like a little thing. Mm -hmm. You can't ever walk, so you constantly have to be <laughs> carried. I guess that's good. Um, and then you're, Reason you're just what is that? I don't know what that means. Just you're just 
if anyone wants to talk, they can. Like, like, oh, I loved all the tall, the tall gymnast thing was great. And um, the tall people jokes and the EBT stuff, because I, I really, I relate to that. So <laughs> that was funny. Oh, thanks. Yeah, the EBT stuff, like, it's just like, fine, I guess. <laughs> Our books are bad. We'll let you in. The government's going to subsidize it. Fuck it. We're going to have to kick a lot more people out, but whatever. And the feet binding. Uh, one good thing about feet binding, if you have a foot fetish and you like a good old-fashioned foot job, someone who's been binding their – a culture that's been binding their feet for millennia will just make your cock look better, bigger <laughs> by comparison. So. Thanks. <laughs> um, just so everybody knows, whenever I make my my uh, weed food here, uh, Uncle Sam pays for that for sure. Oh yeah. All the <laughs> stuff I bake, I'm on food stamps. Anyone who's ever eaten one of my weed treats, that's totally subsidized by the government. <laughs> David. I like uh, I like the feet binding joke too. I think oh. it's a super funny premise. I think uh, so when you get into like the braces and the radiator, I think you could really play off like those like. Like, because everyone knows, like, braces are an acceptable thing. So you can yeah. be like, oh, like, there's plenty, like, of, you know, acceptable forms of binding, like, braces and tying them to the radiator, you know? Like, maybe that isn't the last line, but just, like, something, like, fucked up after yeah. something that actually is acceptable. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought, but. Good idea. Uh, <coughs> I really like the joke where you start off talking about people's shoes when you're going to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like basketball players and stuff, right? Because yeah, yeah. like I think everyone has that thing when you go in the bathroom, you just like look at people's shoes and think about who it is and why they wear that type of shoe, right? Yeah. And then like the the tall person looking over at the basketball player thing, like I I kind of felt that personally because I'm tall enough yeah. where sometimes I can see another person and I work with other tall people. Yeah. And like you always want to like avoid eye contact because uh. if you contact someone go in and out of a stall it's like the worst thing ever okay like, i don't know if that helps you at all because yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you know no, and then no. i felt like maybe there's a connection between like that and your other joke about just how you never see any you know short homeless tall homeless yeah. people yeah usually i put them together but since that joke didn't work i abandoned it gotcha <laughs> yeah no i, I felt like you know there's there's gotcha. something there then it was like a as a borderline tall person myself yeah. i appreciated it oh okay thanks man <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Clap your hands together, everybody. Thank Quad you. Mai! <laughs> Yay! Quad Mai! Yay! Ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. <laughs> We're going to a crowded place. Crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. Sorry, I just have to keep saying it so that I don't forget it. All right, your next comedian. He's a he's he's a funny dude. Uh, we had a I had a we we hung out last night and it was really fun and we were sitting at the punchline and we had snacks and we ate candy and then we none of us none of my friends got up. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody. It's Billy Sullivan. Whoa, how you doing, friends? Uh, move this away. Gonna practice on being grounded. Yeah, and I just ate a big old burrito, so I feel extra grounded. Like, gravity is literally pulling me harder towards the earth because I'm actually fatter from that thing. Um, no, I understand um, this jacket is pretty is a pretty big thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I bought it, and then um, it was an impulse buy. I saw it. You know, if anyone's listening on the radio, it's a flamboyant 
Pepsi logo Adidas tracksuit jacket. And it's sick, huh? It's sick. Yeah, I had to get it. But I was I was uh, I was running through the tenderloin to catch my bus, and I was like, you know, prancing along all uncoordinated, how I do, you know. And a drug dealer was like, "Hey, man, you need weed?" I was like, "No, I got some, man." He's like, "All right, never grow old, Peter Pan." I was like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> oh yeah, I got the fluffy hair, you know, like I'm about to take on Hook. Um, no, how about uh, how about that cruise ship? That's docked, or it's still parked outside of the bay, right? Oh, okay. Well, Matt, the thing about that cruise ship, guys, imagine. Imagine the amount of freaky last day on Earth sex that's been going on on that fucking cruise ship. Like, I kind of fucking like the idea of it. kind of turns me on a little bit. You think uh, fucking they could ferry me out there? I can get in on it? Shit. What's one more lad on there, you know? Fuck. Like, you fucking get on there, and you're like, hey, girl, that guy, uh, he's not doing so hot over there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're down? All right, well, it could be the last day on Earth. I don't need to wear a condom, do I? <laughs> there we go. I'll work that out somehow. But, um, all right, what's another joke? I think, uh, I think, swear, I don't know if I stole this. I might have heard it, but um, joke workshop, so I can't get in trouble. I, uh, I think we, we got a shoegazing movement returning to San Francisco on account of we got to stare at our shoes so we don't step in the excrement, right? Did somebody else say that shit? I don't know. Okay, well, I'll move on again. Um, I <laughs> How we doing, new friends? Yeah? Good looks. Welcome in. Um. Yeah, I, uh, I love to uh, I love to go to different places in the world. Speaking of cruise ships, and like learn about the culture and shit. Like I love London. I was in London pretty recently, and I was absolutely hammered in a bar. And I had to go into an alleyway and puke. And I look up after puking, I see a plaque that said Isaac Newton lived here for a year. I was like, shit. I Facetime my brother and everything. It was cool. Yeah, you learned shit. Oh, uh, thank you. Grand. The clown horn. It applies when you're clowning. Um, I know, uh, I know, um, you know, George Washington, that guy, the founder himself, he had, um, he had actual real people's teeth in there instead of wooden teeth. They never taught us about that because that's as fucking weird as it sounds, right? Like, that's creepy. We have that guy's birthday off. But, like, imagine that guy, like, <laughs> fucking... He he beat the British at war. Imagine meeting somebody in the field of battle with like different shades of dead people's teeth. Like, ha ha ha! Surrender, or I'll eat your soul. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And then when the battle was over, the war was won. They were like, "Shit, we're gonna need someone to lead this country. Who's gonna do it?" Washington's like, "Who the fuck do you think?" <laughs> like, oh my god! All right, Washington. All right, guys. That's uh. That's all the time I got. Thanks, friends. Billy Sullivan, everyone. I kind of like you low energy. But then, because you brought it out, like, usually you're high energy all the time, but you just sort of, like, brought out energy on your act outs. So I like that you're, like, you're super chill today. You know? Yeah. But it works. It's like a secret weapon. Yeah. Um, Sam, you can say whatever you want, and then I have a couple things. 
The cruise ship shit is mad funny. Yeah. I have not heard a lot of uh, cruise jokes. It's yeah. very relevant, especially in San Francisco. But that's funny that, like, because there are probably some couples on that cruise, and that's their first vacation. And oh, they've yeah. been dating for, like, three months, and they're stuck on this fucking thing. And no one's leaving their hotel rooms either. Oh, Everyone's yeah. staying. I saw it on the news. The hallways are empty. No oh. one's leaving that shit. So you just imagine, like, the oh, fights yeah. and the weird fever. sex yeah. and the new new kinky <laughs> shit that people are getting into and then realizing they hate it. And then it's, like, awkward because they're still in the room. They're like, I can't believe we did that. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah. I love that. And then the Isaac Newton shit is mad funny, too, because that's just way too, like, random to be faked. So it's yeah, completely exactly. believable yeah, when you're saying yeah. that. I just got to tell – I got to set it up. Well, I, I set it at the bar with Nathan in it. Anyway. No, it's fun. You just told him <laughs> it's a story, and it's a funny yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice fucking jacket, guy. Hey, thanks, bud. Shit, yeah. Yeah, the jacket is really cool. Um, yeah, about. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Wearing the shirt for it. About the about the cruise ship, and you said you don't have to wear condoms. It made me think. You know, the only people that can afford cruises are sort of old white ladies. Oh yeah. So you don't have to wear condoms because they're all in menopause. Yeah. None of them are getting pregnant, and you're all gonna die anyways from the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter if you get a fucking STD. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're old. You could just you could get some just some you know older rich woman <laughs> you could be like the special anyways that's yeah, what i thought about because old rich ladies go on, on old rich ladies go on cruises um and i would try something different with your teeth thing i would yeah. ask the audience what kind of teeth george washington had i would like ask them be like what do we know about george washington he chopped down a cherry tree no he and then someone will go wooden teeth and you go you know what i mean like yeah, yeah i yeah. think that you can open it up to the audience. Yeah. You said he didn't have wooden teeth. He had real people. To, but I feel. Or I was. Yeah. 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 No, I said wooden teeth afterwards. Oh well, yeah. whatever way you did it this time, I was like. Yeah. I wrote down he didn't have wooden teeth, and I wrote, then I was like, or ask the audience, and so I think that would be good. Oh, and this is just—I know you were riffing and whatever, but if you do eat a one-pound burrito, you actually gain a pound. Yeah, shit. Because you true. literally gained. Because you I'm ate a pound so of food. I'm so tired right <laughs> now. And like, we were degenerates last night. Yeah, <laughs> great time. It was fun. Yeah, Ireland's 32 late night, Mike. It's always really fun yeah. on a Sunday. You guys should all go after Milk Bar. Don't be losers. Come out and stay out till two in the morning. Come mm. on. Yeah. Any other comments for Billy? I got a I got a comment on the coronavirus joke. I feel like if you're gonna go with the original premise and say like everyone on the boat is fucking like they're all just going at it, maybe like another layer is like you got to have the coronavirus to get in on the fucking, you know? Because, like, the people who don't have it, they're not going to be trying to fuck people who, like, even might have it, you know? Oh. So, like, you need a ticket out to the but cruise like ship, the but you also... The is where it's going down. Yeah, you, yeah, but you also need to get the coronavirus <laughs> yeah. first, you know? So you have to go oh. out of your way to get it, and then you have to get to the cruise ship. Right. So, so he's got to go through Chinatown and, like, pick up all the cigarette butts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And fucking <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> on your way to the cruise, on your way—that's the thing—is you can walk from here through Chinatown to get to the wharf. You just yeah. have to do some, <laughs> you know, catch the coronavirus on the way. Lick the bus, you know, get on the thirty Stockton and like lick all the poles or something. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, that's like that's sure like fire. All right, All right. Uh, hey everybody, put your hands together. Hey, Billy thanks, Sullivan, guys. yay! Yeah, I'm Billy Sullivan. All right, uh, it looks like everyone here is going to get comments. So um, just so we know what's going on, Jack Ferguson isn't here yet. 
But we have uh, David Lattimore will be next, then Ian Levy's on deck, and Kelly Evans is in the hall. Uh, right now, hey, he's visiting us for like six months from Boston, and it's exciting while he's here. Put your hands together for David Lattimore. All right, guys. Uh, I'm down for a public poop. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm down for it. Some people aren't down for it. I am, you know? My favorite place for a poop locally, TJ Maxx. It's the best. Who doesn't love a poop at TJ Maxx, right? And if you don't love it, it's because you're not doing it right, you know? Because TJ Maxx has just got so much to offer in there. Like, you don't go into TJ Maxx to take a dump and go straight to the bathroom. Rookie move. You know, me first, I go over to home and bathroom, get myself a nice robe. You know, it's TJ Maxx. You don't have to poop in your street clothes. Get comfy. You know what I'm saying? And here's a key one. So you never have to smell your own poop in a TJ Maxx. Why? They have a Yankee candle section. You know what I'm saying? You bring a lighter, that's your world. And here's the other thing. This is a big tip right here. Write this down. You know, you never know how long a poop is going to be, right? Like I've had ones that last, you know, 20, 30 games of Angry Birds. And uh, I'm pretty good at Angry Birds. So that is, uh, that's a hefty one. And, you know, if you're, uh, if you're on the toilet that long, you might get hungry. So TJ Maxx, just head down to the checkout line, get yourself some snacks and candies. I mean, that is a luxury poop on the go, right? Cool, guys. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I once I took the Amtrak from Washington, D.C. to Orlando, Florida. I took the Amtrak halfway across the country. And uh, if you've ever been on the Amtrak, you know it is a nursing home on the rails. <laughs> The Amtrak is literally just a large, mobile old people's home. And, but I like talking to the oldies, you know? Like, I was thinking, I was like, what's my favorite type of oldie? And I think I know it. I like old people who are, like, eternally positive, but it's just because they're losing their fucking minds. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to this one old lady on the train, and she was like, I love arts and crafts, and pretty soon I'm going to meet God. And I was like, I could talk to you all day, Janice. I could. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Um, oh, I got to I gotta change up my deodorant. It's a big, uh, big life goal that I'm coming up to. I decided I'm done with the Axe deodorant. Because Axe deodorant just smells like glorified puberty, right? You know, and now I just, like, I got to be a man. I got to go find some deodorant that smells like some kind of wood. You know, like I was like having an existential crisis in Target the other day. I was holding two deodorants. One was cedarwood and one was sandalwood. And I was like, who have you become? <laughs> like, you've grown up. I don't know. I just feel like that's such like a man scent, you know? Like, I feel like my dad smelled like wood just naturally. All right, what else do we got here? Um, I'll do this one, and then I'm, I'm done with my new stuff. I, uh... I think that um, I think that all people have like the same addictive tendencies, but they just play out differently, kind of dependent on your background, how much money you have. Like, have you ever heard an old person, or not an old? Now I'm still thinking about the Amtrak. Have you ever heard a rich person talk about an expensive gym membership, like it was crack cocaine? You're like, you're like, dude, you spend 300 bucks a month to do Bikram yoga, and they're like, yeah, but I feel so alive. You're like, well, couldn't you just come down a little bit, you know, do normal yoga like most people, save a few bucks? And they're like, once you do Bikram, normal don't feel the same. All right, that's all for me. Oh, David Lattimore, 
everyone. Yay. All right, cool. Good set. Um, Jesus, that is intense. Uh, I was going to say, with the uh, uh, deodorant stuff, I think there's, like, a lot of rich material there for sure because, like, there really are, like, three options of aromas for men. Yeah. It's, like, it's like wood, and that's is that, like, really kind of digging, like, you know, fucking – I mean, the complaining about that is something I think about. Um, and then I was going to say uh, with the uh, – I think using, like, drug addiction as a parallel for, like, how people treat exercise, they, there's, like, a lot you could do there, too. You could fucking <laughs> decide. I wanted to hear more for sure on that one. Um, so, cool. Yeah, but good stuff, man. Word. Yeah, um, thanks. Vanilla is a really nice smell. For men? For yeah, I feel, I feel like that works for both. Honestly. It does. Yeah. I feel like, like I a, feel like vanilla. That's a gender-neutral scent, yeah. I feel like vanilla vanilla is <laughs> a great set, scent. Also, um, you can wear deodorant that doesn't have any scent and then just wear whatever cologne you want. Or you could just be mm. like smell like yourself. I haven't worn any weird stuff in years. I don't smell like this smell like yourself. Or is that scary? <laughs> Do boys boys don't smell good? Um, I loved yeah. your <laughs> I have no I have no sense of smell. I have no sense of yeah. smell right now, so I have no idea what anybody smells like. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. Um, the public poop joke is really great at TJ Maxx. I would start with the Yankee Candle section okay. because it starts it more realistic. Uh -huh. Like I can absolute like when you started with the with the robe, I'm like that's a little far fetched. Yeah. If you start with the candle, okay. and then I'm on board with you, and then you're like, and then you just walk right into the bath section and pick out your robe. Yeah, okay, um, okay. And then, and then with the Angry Birds, you you feel like you're at home, and I love that. And I would bring that up before you talk. The food was a little rough for me. But then I was like, well, if he starts talking about how he feels at home and then he wants a snack, mm -hmm. that's kind of OK. But I was like, oh, man, who you don't you don't know. Come on. Yeah, that's, that's I, also I feel like the joke's kind of drawn out at that point. So I'm trying to figure out how to, like, condense oh, it. You know? So I would just end it at Angry Birds. And then I had to th I had a qu something question mark. Yeah, I would end it after Angry Birds and say something about that you feel so at home there or something, but there's gotta be something funnier than that, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, and the, uh, the wood sense I was, uh, you are, you said wood twice. I'm, and I hate to bring it up, but like a dick joke seems kind of appropriate. Uh, okay. Not to like be, not to be the obvious one to bring up everyone's dicks, but I felt like you kept saying wood, 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 wood. <laughs> and I'm like, and you, it's Men's just morning wood. Like wood. You put yeah. the wood on in the, you put the wood on in the morning, like, or mm. whatever. I feel like there's. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Word. Comments, Matt, yeah. Mike. Yeah, no, uh, I could, yeah, I thought the same thing. You said it would a few times, and I was like, okay, I see where he's going with that. <laughs> um, I loved the opening of like public poop. Yeah. And for yeah. the first few seconds, I was like, wait, is he talking about just like pooping on the street? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? And it's like, got kind of got me instantly into it. Um, something else. Uh, no, I liked when you were talking about going on the Amtrak. And for a second there, I was kind of like imagining you just like with all these old people, and you start talking about like your favorite type of old person. I was picturing you kind of like this zoologist, like, you know, like observing like the old people and their habitat. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe before you jump into like my favorite type of old person is this, you could talk about like your classification system for old yes. people and be like, there's this type, there's this type. Maybe give an example of like one type that could be funny. I don't, I don't know. You know, yeah, no, yeah, way yeah. you could maybe go with I that. I could be like the planet Earth guy, but like watching old people. Yeah, because there's all these different classifications that mm -hmm. you've discovered, you know. But mm -hmm. Janice so. is a great name that you chose. Oh, that was very funny. Yeah, that yeah. was really funny. I could listen to Janice all day. I was, yeah. That wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting. I was uh -huh. expecting for you to kind of punch down and you were like, no, I'm on board with yeah. her. With, yeah, right on. Any other comments? 
Clap your hands together for David Lattimore. When do you go back to Boston? Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna head out there for some shows in uh, late April, early May. I'm not sure oh where I'm gonna hit up all the guys. But actually, if you're back in June, I should just wait till then. That actually might make more sense because then I'd be like, ah. There were a lot of Boston comics here from the. Uh, oh, who what? Uh, hey, your next comedian. Everybody, uh, pay attention and take notes. Be cool. We have two left. It's Ian Levy. Oh no! Oh no! Um, it's, uh, it's very, uh, uh, fortuitous, I think that's the word, that, uh, you're talking about, uh, body scent of what men can smell like, because, uh, before I came here at uh, another open mic, someone actually gave me a Spider-Man cologne, so that is my, that is, it smells like justice, so that's the, yeah, that's the good, okay, it's very fun, I don't actually know who it's for, it's for a professional children, I guess, but, you know, so it's like, of two things, Spider-Man and climbing the corporate ladder, but uh, whatever. But I'm looking forward to, to wearing that. I'll be good. Um, I, I worry I'll put on too much because, you know, what they say, with great cologne comes great responsibility, right? Come on. Guys. <laughs> Come on. Ah, there we go. Now we're having fun. Now we're having fun. That was a comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, dear! This wasn't even Tony Sparks. He had it, and he just walked up to me, and he was like, "You'll use this," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even try to fight it. There's like a million other people around me, but yeah, well, uh, it is what it is. I um, I recently found out that my uh, uh, I was talking to my grandmother, and I found out that all my relatives uh, in the Civil War. Uh, fought for the South. 100% of them fought for the South. Uh, so now I uh, refer to it as the War of Northern Aggression. So now, now that I know, I've been informed, uh, learned. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Did you know that uh, George Washington, one thing they never tell you about him is he was a terrible general? Like, he was really bad. Like, this, that's not really a joke. He, in modern history, he lost the most battles any general ever lost with while still winning the war. Like, it, he just completely backed into it. Uh, I don't really have anything else for that, but I just thought it was interesting. That, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Now, now I'm just uh, going all over the place. I, um... I recently was at a, the Santa Cruz boardwalk. Um, yeah, and I went on a I went as a, a third wheel. I was there was I was with a, a couple. Um, my my girlfriend isn't here. She's actually on a uh, uh, she she's off. Uh, she actually went. My girlfriend went with her roommate to Hawaii. Um, uh, her roommate is a uh, is a man, uh, and he's uh, he's a, a a gym trainer at Equinox. is is very muscular. And they went together. They went as part of their uh, an actors retreat because they're their actors. Um, so still their actors retreat is just the two of them. So hopefully it's going well. No, it was, um, <laughs> um, no but I, I went to uh, Santa Cruz and I went on a roller coaster by myself, um, which I had never done before. And it was you can honk me. It's OK. I know I got to get off soon. And the roller coaster was actually, it was a lot of fun. Like, I actually had a really good time being on a roller coaster by myself. 
Um, but the only thing that kind of hurt is when I got off the roller coaster and I saw the pic, you know how they line up the pictures where you can buy pictures of yourself at the end of a roller coaster. And I was the only one alone. Like everyone else, everyone else was like a couple, like, or the friends screaming or like a, a father with a child. And it's just me alone in my stupid cart going, Wah! you know, like you know, the biggest fucking loser ever. Yeah, man. Also, I felt, um, I, uh, the couple I went with, they were doing um, uh, carnival games. The guy really wanted to uh, win his girlfriend, uh, I think. And I, he, he took it so seriously. Like, trying, he was doing ring toss, trying to get the – and I think it really comes – because carnival games, I think, tap into, like, a really primal part of, like, human nature. Because, like, back when we were cavemen, you know, it used to be like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go kill a yak for you or whatever. <laughs> and then you, you bring it to your, your wife – and then, or not wife, just woman who bore your children, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> woman who you raped the most as a caveman. <laughs> that's what that's what it was. It had w- women. It just is <laughs> is your your number one rapist, <laughs> rapey. Oh god. Was, yeah, I know that's not great. Uh, good thing I said that on mic that's being recorded. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but, uh, you know, cavemen, uh, not big into me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real. You know, believe it or not, cavemen, real behind the times. <laughs> but it, what, it, it was. Like, you would just bring, and you'd be like, ah, look, I killed this for you. And now the closest we have to that is, like, winning a stuffed bunny, you know, with, like, the fucking ring. And you're like, ah, you're, okay, that's going nowhere. Um, I think I had uh, something else to say, but, um, yeah, that was it. Okay, I'm done. Yay. Yes. Levy, yay! Um, best rape joke of the night. Best rape joke I've heard. Uh, there were a lot. Time. There were, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Just a sweet, lovely rape, rape joke. I, I always love everything you do. I don't have any. I only have positive things to say. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was great. I love the uh, roller coaster. Uh, finding out you're alone. That's great. Um, I was gonna say with the War of Northern Aggression. Uh, uh when you did it uh, recently at Panafine, I've seen you do it a couple other times. Uh, you added a little bit. There was like a little bit extra there, and it made it feel like uh, you were like regretfully, but like or like you're just like I guess I'm gonna call it this. Yeah, now. Yeah. You know, like the emotion was different this time. It felt like you leaned in. You're like, yeah, the war of northern aggression. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually funnier uh, the other way. Anyway, but uh, why don't you go fuck yourself? No, no, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You think you're better than me? No, no, no. It's fair. a workshop. Yeah, yeah. I will end you. No, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That, that's, that, no, that, that's totally reasonable. Thank you. For that. <laughs> I thought uh, I only caught the end of that um, caveman, but I thought if you just reworded it, like uh, the the cave woman that you clubbed the most, I don't know, club could be roofied. Yeah, well, it could be both, yeah. like the 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 mallet uh, thing or your I your that was unit. something I just said off the top of my head I will probably never say that again. Okay. But but I appreciate <laughs> the I appreciate I appreciate the feedback. Don't completely abandon that thought. Oh, I abandon most of my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I was thinking about, I like the uh, the roller coaster joke mm-hmm. and I was thinking about one time I went to the movies alone and I feel like that's almost like similar but just like more like thrills, yeah. you know? Because it's like one of those things where you think like everyone's looking at you like, oh, he's alone. But like really like nobody notices. I so I go to the movies alone all the time. Yeah, it's the shit, right? Okay, I was about to say, well, you were calling <laughs> me out. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying it's wrong a- with that. No. <laughs> I'm 
yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, no, I, I go to the movies alone a lot. It's, 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 uh, you know, because I need privacy while masturbating. Ah, we're still doing it. Ah, okay. No, no, but um, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah you know, because Noah takes pictures of you when you're at the movies alone too. So that's yeah, like yeah. another layer. Do people take pictures of you? Oh, 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 right. Okay, I thought you were saying. Okay, yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be fun if a, after a movie theater if you walk out and there's just a picture of you alone <laughs> watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any other comments? All right. Um, no, I thought I thought the uh, Jesus was loud. Um, I thought like the I thought the rape joke was actually really good. The way no. you um, like I I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, if he said it, but I was like, oh shit, I don't know if I would have the balls to say. It. And then you did it with the full lean in. I was like, damn. Like out of man, I loved it. Yeah, um, so my advice to new comics is a uh, lean into rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, t- I've been, uh, I'll take your yeah. advice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe. Uh, and then if if you were ever gonna reword it, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't say do it or don't. But maybe say like the one that the girl that you abducted or something, because that was actually like common practice. It was mostly so just funny. abduction. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what followed was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Ian, you're so funny. Everybody, Ian Levy. We have one last comic for you, and you guys have been hanging all in, and I appreciate that so much, and thank you for donating to Mutiny Radio. If you can't for any reason, no big deal. Take a picture and make us look cool and tag us at Mutiny Radio SF, and that would be amazing. Or just tell people, like, how cool it is or something, and that's, that's good enough for me. All right, your last comic of the evening. Pay attention. Take notes. It's Kelly Evans. Hello, hello. If you've learned anything from Ian's set, it's that if things aren't going well, just uh, that'll that wins them over every time. Yeah. Well done. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Ian is now teaching a comedy class. So that is <laughs> that is lesson one and also the last lesson. That's it. Those are the only lessons. Um, I uh, I was I just got in a relationship. So cool. Thanks. Um, people don't give a fuck. Uh, but my girlfriend, she's like really into astrology, which is uh, which is fine. That's fine, I guess. Uh, I just feel like people dunk on astrology a lot right now. Like they're just so. Like everybody just insults people who are into astrology. Like I, but I grew up in like a really religious part of Texas, and so I'll take an astrologist over a Southern Baptist any day. Okay, seriously. Like there aren't as many rules and regulations. Mercury's not going to be upset if you get drunk on Saturday night and don't fucking wake up and go to some random building where they're trying to bilk you for cash. You got to listen to some guy named John with a short sleeve button down shirt play a fucking guitar about Saturn or whatever the hottest planet is. Uh, yeah, it's just there's, you know, nobody's going to be like, we got to, um, you know, Jupiter says we have to uh, uh, cut some of your dick off. You know, that's what uh, that's what it says. So we're going to have to do that. Um, yeah, it's just what the <laughs> so I'm fine with that. That's all good uh, with me. I'm not really into religion, um, if you can't tell. <laughs> I feel like the idea of heaven isn't really sold well. You know, it's like usually they're selling it to such a small group of people, like 72 virgins, right? If you martyr yourself, you get 72 virgins, which is, I guess, okay if you're a guy, if you're into that. But uh, what about if you're a woman? Do you want 72 male virgins? You know, fucking clingy. So fucking clingy. Seriously. I asked a woman that question. I was like, do you want to deflower a virgin? Uh, And she's like, if he's got a big dick. I was like, all right, all right. That is, it's got to focus. She's nodding her head. That's. Almost as good as a laugh. (laughs) 
but still not. Um, anyway, I uh, actually before that I was dating a lot, and um, I use dating apps because you have to, because that's how you get sex, and that's you know. So whatever, you know, I'll make that bargain. Uh, I mean, I would slam my hand in a car door if it meant that there was sex guaranteed afterwards. You know, like that's. I'm just saying, I will do painful things because it's a necessity. Anyway, I uh, found this woman on Bumble and. She was like very successful looking in her photos, you know, very business professional, which is great because I would, I'd, I'd want to date somebody who's successful. I'm not just looking for like a, a lover, you know, I'm looking for like a sugar mommy, you know, like a sugar mommy, huh? Sugar mommy. Is nobody uh, comfortable with that? Sugar daddy. That's fine. Sugar mommy. Everybody freezes up. Anyway, I'm just saying I'm not good with money. All right. I just people assume because you have buttons on your shirt that you know how a 401k works. <laughs> not the case. Um, like I actually lost money on robots recently. Like robotics, like not a not a stock, just a guy with robots. <laughs> this is like this guy seems above board. You know, I'm a fucking, and he left. I don't know where he went. <laughs> Actually, uh, did you know you can get a 7-Eleven credit card? You know, that's a thing you can get. I mean, I can't. They turn me down. But you can get that. <laughs> Some people can, and uh, yeah, it's sad. Actually, they have. Uh, <laughs> it's not really that funny. Um, there are three levels. There's a. It's like gold and platinum and blue raspberry is a third. Yeah, just get triple those. Points get secret slushy flavors. That's the. It would be like a sad thing to throw down if you're making a serious purchase. You're just like, I'm gonna buy these uh, five thousand dollars in rare books uh, with my Seven Eleven card. I feel like that doesn't. Anyway, um, getting to the point. I went on this date with this woman, and uh, it turns out she's a venture capitalist. She's like way out of my league. Like just fucking really far. Like I checked out her Instagram, and it's just pictures of her, and like I hear I am in Greece or beaches in Thailand, and. You know, some that ice castle in the, the Nordic area. I don't know where it is. Rich people shit. And I'm like, I uh, did a uh, open mic at a sad strip club recently. You know, <laughs> not really Instagram worthy. Uh, but we went out on the date, and then she, uh, we're just talking about different topics I don't really care about. And uh, I asked her about religion. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, are you uh, you religious at all? I'm like, this can't get any worse. Uh, and she's like, oh, uh, you don't want to hear about that. What? Uh, no, I definitely do now. That is a weird way to evade that question. Uh, what? She's like, well, I'm a Scientologist. Fucking back in my league. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bang blader. Cool. Anyway. All right. That's my time. Kelly Evans, everyone. Banging mm -hmm. ladies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy everything you do. I always think you're super funny. I'm oh, like uh, not... Uh, I I I don't have anything really good to say. The sec, the car door, slamming for sex. I was like, wow, okay. I, like I was. I just, need to find I love a all No, no, I like it. I like all your weird little details. It's too They're specific that's to you. Too extreme though. Um. Anyway, I'm just toying around with different stuff. Well, right I now, enjoyed so. everything you did. I was yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. Up, I think up? the whole Bumble story is like really funny. I think it's got a lot of funny potential. Yeah. Um. What What was I gonna say about? Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, when you say like you are looking for a sugar mommy. Yeah. I feel like maybe if it came up earlier, it'd be a good, like, kind of attention grabber. And yeah. then, like, the way that she dressed or whatever could just, like, be a joke about, like, how sugar mommies dress. Like, you'd be mm, like, yeah, 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 so I'm looking for the sugar mommy on Bumble. You're like, I saw this chick wearing a blazer. So I was like, all right, word. Let's, you know, something <laughs> like that. Like, that could be, yeah. Yeah, I just really wanted to see if people just cringed at that really hard. And they did. So, yeah, I felt <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was the right first step of right. comedy, discomfort, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Uh, anyone else? Anyone else want to hurt my feelings? Huh, Ian? You want to get back at me? Huh, you motherfucker? You want to do this? Fucking do it! He try me! You. Fucking try he me! End you! Hey, uh, Kelly, uh, you're a good guy, and I respect your craft. Fuck! Damn it! Oh. Now I look like an asshole. All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. Everybody clap your hands together, Kelly Evans. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Go to Delirium. They're going to have a great, great show tonight. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm closing it down because I want to get to Delirium. I'm sorry. And there was no, like, pre-signed. A little late. Uh, and I got to walk all the way over there. It's pretty far. Uh, but, yeah, go to Delirium. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. It should be. And, uh, hey, we'll see you guys next week on Joke Workshop. your boy Sifo here here to let you know that the 5th annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 
Streaming live to the station. MutinyRadio.fm. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit? 
called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food.